Hey everybody, welcome back to the Different Spectrums Podcast. If you haven't listened to our show before, we have conversations around mental health and we dabble in humor. We also try to help people understand, identify, and normalize our emotions from movies and shows, specifically certain scenes. You've probably already watched these movies and shows, but we're going to use a different perspective and what could say different spectrum. Different spectrum. I choose you. <laughs> it's literally just you playing the Charizard. <laughs> so okay, take us for 40 hours. <laughs> wow. I don't watch shows. I just watch myself play. Yeah. Oh, I just buy the toys in the show. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ. It's fucking awesome. He's going to be a doctor, folks. Um, yeah. I'm a therapist. Our, yeah. He helps people with their lives. Yeah. <laughs> Student comes to my office today. She's like, where'd you get that Funko Pop from? It's like the four foot tall Groot. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I have a. I know a guy. I know a guy. It's made out of cocaine. <laughs> okay. All right. And after landing the plane, he's <laughs> he's our co-host. He's a therapist. Believe it or not, and he's about to become a doctor. Jesus. Doctor Nas. Ugh. Uh, it's Nazir, everybody. Just fixing my hair. Head. All right. Yeah, fixing yeah. my hair. <laughs> it's still there, damn it. Um, <laughs> you see it? <laughs> you see that line? <laughs> it's like a shadow. Jesus. <laughs> you see that line, boy? I tell you. All right, Shaq. Did you see Shaq's hairline? It's like all the way back here. <laughs> he had to see so what he Smith. God. Uh, and of course, I am your co host for the show today, Spencer. All right, so today we're going to be talking about a movie. It's called Life, starring Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. Uh, it's about two guys who get um, accused of murder. A murder. In the, a murder in the uh, Deep South, and they are sent to prison for life. Yep. yep, for a crime they did not commit. Sound familiar? Probably. Um, <laughs> well, it's in the um, yeah. um, So the scenes we're about to take a look at, one, it's about the cornbread. You gonna eat your cornbread? Yeah, we motherfucker cornbread. I just come over and start hitting. This is so it's the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Look so much more like him. I know. I'm the big black. I look more like Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Um, take a look at that scene. It's just a fun scene to look at. Um, pretty funny. And then we're gonna take a look at a scene uh featuring the boom boom room. Boom boom room. Oh god, that's so boom, so boom boom. 
Watch your lip go. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> what happened I dissociated. You had the you had the <laughs> bubble gum lip. <laughs> I don't know. That's I love coconut shrimp, fried shrimp. <laughs> oh, I see. That's on Netflix. We got to do that. Um, we do. Forrest it just happened. Gotta do. You should see when I squat. I know, like, when I squat down, I'm lifting heavy weight. I do this thing where I stick my tongue out. And so this dude yeah. was right in front of me yesterday. I'm like, motherfucker, like, move to the side when I'm squatting and I got my tongue So it out. doesn't look like you're going to lick It doesn't look him. like your crotch right in my face. <laughs> yeah, I usually... I saw a squat. Fair enough. Yeah, that's why you have a squat bar in your house. Because, uh... <laughs> that's my squat face. Like, gonna have to... You have to wear a mouth guard. <laughs> yeah. God forbid I choke on something. Yeah. Fucking bite my tongue off. Okay. Sidetrack. Mm, the boom, boom. Uh, the boom, boom room. We're going to be talking about just what is your happy place? What is the place you want to be where you're probably at your lowest? Mm-hmm. Where are you? Where are you? So, yeah, we're going to be taking a look at those scenes. Nazir, anything before we get into those scenes? Uh, this might be. We're going to talk about some masculinity things when it comes to the cornbread scene, and then we're going to have some right, fun with right, that. Right. Uh, I feel like this will be a little bit more of a funnier pod uh, compared to the pretty pretty serious pod that we just did for The Longest Yard. So if you're going to listen to this pod about some of the masculinity we're going to talk about, then go back and listen to The Longest Yard pod that'll that'll release yep. before this. Um, and then continue to follow our socials. Uh, right, We're trying to get to that 10,000 now on Instagram. And then the TikTok's starting to blow up now, too. And so we're hoping that'll TikTok. get to the 10,000 as well. And yeah, just thanks for the ride. Uh, we appreciate all of you sticking with us for the last year. And now hopefully the content will be a little bit slower, a little bit longer, a little bit more in depth. Because uh, now we're just not just trying to pump out things. Now we're actually going to like have longer discussions. And then we're gonna still going to pump out a ton of reels. So ton of reels, a little bit less pods. But they're going to be a little bit longer and a little bit more in depth. Okay. Let's get to the scene and talk about what we're doing. The boom, boom, real quick. I've been doing all the tests doing that. Boom, boom, that. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> My name is Ray Gibbs Knight. This call is Banks. Way long. Way long. Oh, Willie, huh? Mm. Uh, pretty sensible man. What you up in here for? Strong story. He killed a son bitch with a claw hammer when he was 13 years old. So they say. A lot of people say it though. Wait a second. You you been in here since you were 13? All right. How about you, boy? How long you been in here? What you do? Somebody shot your sister in here with ass. She was my half sister. So I cut her ass in half. At least I ain't the one who poured my own mom pa. Now tell that. Tell that. They deserve that radio. What you talking about, biscuit? You the one skinned your landlady alive and made a jacket out of her. <laughs> well, at least he didn't kill Santa Claus. Santa Claus? Which one you niggas killed Santa Claus? No, it wasn't does Santa Claus. He just wearing the suit and ringing the bell. He true. had presents. I ain't getting nothing. Oh, you killed one of them Salvation men and the dude to be out there with them street with the bell? Something like that. So that's what he did. Nobody try to escape from you? I didn't run, but they never get too far. Oh, Cooker there made it clear to Greenville a couple years back. Take a mighty cagey country boy navigate his way through them woods and bayous. You gotta know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Hey, what y'all did? Boom. Oh, the fuck y'all do? Uh, 
Uh, we, we, uh, we went on a, um, the a most violent, yeah, violent killing spree all around the country. We've been killing people all this month, all month, man. He was, if y'all was out and was reading the papers, you ain't heard about it? Uh, Claude and Ray, Claude and Ray, fuck it, you know, sometimes you got to do certain shit. It's just enough that people know that, throat. you know, I go where I need to go you to get it done. Shit. If you push my button, there's no telling what I may do. Stab you, Don't choke you, bite you. you. I mean, whatever it takes to make a motherfucker mm -hmm. stop existing, I would do that. I was just fooling. I stab a nigga right now. I bit one motherfucker to death. You wanna fuck with us? Nah, you don't really wanna fuck with us. You know Press the wrong button, nigga pop. Hey, girl. You gonna eat your cornbread? Mm -mm. Oh, Trevor. Don't say that to You talking to me? Yeah, I think you're talking to you. Um, no, not, not at all. Um, I want you to have it. Uh, Willie, you mind passing this down to... Uh, hey, no, I ain't, Willie. Don't, don't pass your cornbread to him. That's your cornbread. Ray, I'm a grown man, okay? I'm not gonna eat this cornbread. If he wants the cornbread, damn it. Have the cornbread. Now, if he wants some cornbread, let him go up to the front and get his own portion of cornbread. That's your cornbread. Fuck him. Hey, man, he gonna eat his cornbread, all right? Fuck you. Ray, look, I don't, I don't need you to, to, to take up for me. I'm all right. I'm a, I'm a grown man. I can handle it. If you that. let him have your cornbread, you're gonna be ironing his drawers and clipping his toenails. Shit, I don't need Eat your cornbread. Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree gonna begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck that. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. And that go for you and any other you motherfucking farmers wanna try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's gonna be consequences and repercussions. Hey, Ray. Ray. Yeah. What's the name of that there nightclub of yours again? You talking about the Boom Boom Room? Yeah, the Boom Boom Room. That's it. Well, I sure like to see that place and you get it all up and running and pretty looking. Yeah, me too, Ray. Me too. I like to see that room too. Yeah, I tell you what, though, Radio, you should have been by there last night. Should have had yourself some big fun. What you talking about that last night? Just like I said last night. Satchmo was up in there and nearly blew the roof off the place. Ray, who, who, who that? Satchmo. You mean Louis, Louis Armstrong? The Satchmo, that's what I call him. I know him personally. Whenever he come by my spot, I call him Satchmo, and he come by whenever he in town. Hey! Ain't nobody trying to hear that bullshit, oh, man. Fuck, shut shut up, you shut up. Shut up. Shut I got a man that's more than eight foot tall, four foot shoulders, and that ain't all. He's a king size He's my king size Bang, girl. I take the door off the hinges when my baby comes to call. That's right, fellas. Catch any cab heading uptown because all the drivers know about raids. Boom, boom. Come on, Gold Mouth. Somebody's got to watch the door. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. My baby 
This steak tastes like butter. I need it just for you, Cookie. You got some safe sauce? Boy, get us some Worcestershire sauce. Get clean off that damn table. i whip your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Something wrong with your ears? Move it. Hey, Ray, I know your club got gambling. Poker. Wouldn't be a club without some dice. Lucky seven. My man. Let it ride. All right, poker, let me ride. Yes! You about ready to spend the night in the hole, boy. Now shut up and go to sleep. You got that, boy? Huh? That goes for the rest of you girls, too. Now, I don't want to hear another peep about no fucking boom boom room. <laughs> Sorry, Captain. Shut your mouth and your fat ass, boy. Don't be playing with yourselves. You gotta work in the. All right, and we're back. You gonna eat your cornbread? Nope. You gonna have my cornbread? Oh, thank you. Appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> okay, well, I'm good. We got. Oh, thank you. I'll eat your jaws later too. <laughs> he says it in the scene. I know he does. I know he does. Jeez. All right, so we're back, and we just watched two scenes. The first one, uh, talking about taking your cornbread. Instant classic. This thing is, is burned in the minds of so many people. It is. It is. Well, a lot of people of color. Let's say that. Yeah, I feel like only black folk and maybe a few brown folk have seen this. Yeah, because if I try to bring up this movie to a white person, they're like, what? No. What is that? You might have seen like other Martin Lawrence movies, but like I feel like this one is only seen by like people of color. Yes, yes. Uh, same with Eddie Murphy movies. You probably seen, maybe you've seen Nutty Professor. Maybe, yep. um, maybe you've even seen like. He, I will say though. I will say. I try to like. I have a hat that's McDowell's, right? McDowell's. That's coming from America. Everybody thinks it's a McDonald's hat. I'm like, y'all are stupid as hell. You don't. Them also might be like a generation thing too. Yep. Because maybe young people haven't seen the movie, but a lot of white people have no fucking idea what that is, no. what coming to America is. And I'm like, watch it. It's such an amazing movie. It's so good. So good. Yeah, a lot um, of the Martin Lawrence and uh, and Eddie Murphy. We've done a decent amount of Martin Lawrence things and Will yeah. Smith things, uh, but we haven't really gotten to a lot of the Eddie Murphy stuff. We'll probably make our way. We will. We'll have to yep. definitely do Coming to America. That'd be a great one, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even what was it Bangarang or no, not Bangarang, Bam, but I forgot what it was called. Um, but even but yeah, if we did like some movies. Beverly Hills Cop or that too, um, or even like the Nutty Professor. I see Nutty Professors on Netflix because they keep wanting me to watch it. I'm like, I ain't watching this shit. <laughs> For some reason, Daddy Daycare is like top ten on Netflix right now. I will say, Daddy Daycare. I watched good. it when I was younger. Still pretty good. Still, still good. pretty good. I'll probably check it Corny, out. Corny, but still pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going back to the scene. Um, who hasn't really had that, that one person who tries to take your food and you're just like, what? It's just one fry. Like, you ain't else? taking my shit, motherfucker. You wanted some what? fries. You should have got some fries. 
this is going to be a conversation that stands the test of time because some women, for some reason, women just don't want to order their own food. It's all right, baby girl. You you can get order your own food. You mind why? Because I like a big girl. <laughs> well, you know, they worried about their body and they got, you know, so they ordered like some small stuff, right? But then, you know, they start munching on your fries, you know. Hey, grow a little bit. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Order your food. Now, now I'm hungry. So now, yeah. now we now we're both miserable. Yes. Dom is a little bit. She's a little bit better with that. She orders her own food and everything. Doesn't good. really ask for my stuff. It's good, you know. But once in a while, she's like, mm-hmm. "Like, what you doing? <laughs> what, you, what you doing? <laughs> slap it? Ah, oh, why? Yeah, <laughs> I slap it. Man. Get that shit out of here, man." <laughs> Colin says, uh, uh, "Heather does it to him all the time, where he'll buy something because he's throwing down, and then she'll start like scooping yeah. off of him, and he's like, what are you doing right now?'" <laughs> You know, I I asked you if you wanted anything. You said no. I'm good. What, what what's happening right now? Why are you Why are you doing this? Why yep. are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to yourself? Um, but yeah, uh, absolutely love this movie. Um, classic, and it's just one of those things, man. Where it's like people don't kind of understand like a pride. People have pride, and it's like it's just cornbread. Why don't you just let it go? Yep, it's a it's a pride thing, and also you can't be somebody's punk, somebody's, as they say, bitch. Yep, uh, you can't do that, especially when you're in that kind of prison, or else you're gonna you know end up with jangling, 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 jangling. So that's a character played by Bernie Mac in the show. Uh, rest in peace, Bernie Mac. Yeah, rest in peace, Bernie Mac. Um, that is like hitting on Martin Lawrence's character and like, you know, trying to wife him up and stuff. Uh, yes. And so this, I think this is like relates really closely, like I said, to the Longest Yard episode that we watched. Because, you know, it's it another prison scene. We're talking about masculinity again. Uh, we've all been there with friends or relationships or family members. Or like people are trying to eat your food or like, you know, you're all, you know, you set boundaries and shit. It, it, you know, it, it's a weird time. It is. Yeah, so I think yes. everyone can kind of relate to this. Uh, but for a lot of black and brown bodies that's seen this, it is like a staple. Like, I cannot even look at cornbread without going, like, oh, cool, you ain't your cornbread. <laughs> like, as soon as it comes out of the oven, I'm, I'm, my dad's like, of course I'm going to eat it, motherfucker. I just cooked it. <laughs> Maybe I'll have your cornbread. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just talked to Salim. Oh, yeah. Salim be like, fuck is going on right now? <laughs> Why? I want my cornbread. What? I want... This is my bread. I want <laughs> your corn, cornbread. Uh, I I just love saying it. I love the yeah. super masculine, super big fucking dude. And then, yes. like, you know, Martin Lawrence is like, hey, man, it's not a big deal. Like, you know, just take it, bro. I don't see the big point. And then Eddie Murphy's like, hold up now. You can't, you know, set some boundaries now. You can't let these punks mess with you. You're going to end up ironing his drawers and becoming his woman or something. That's kind of also the thing with the movie, though, is like Eddie Murphy's character. He's more of like to the streets kind of guy. He's been yep. been around the block, everything like that. While Martin Lawrence's character, he's more of like, you know, like just 
a you know blue collar i guess kind of guy um just a working guy um trying to have like a really high paying job and things like that um and it just gets caught up and with eddie murphy and stuff with the wrong people um but that's kind of the thing it's right like martin lawrence he's like eh, i don't really see a problem with this while eddie murphy's probably been through the system before and he knows like no there's repercussions to your yeah. choices yeah if you give somebody that cornbread that means you're giving somebody your your whole soul you're giving yeah. somebody all of you correct that's essentially people so. now know that they can use you and yeah. i think you know, then there's the fight scene that I'm going to try and keep in there as long as it doesn't get cut down. Uh, right. I think the fight scene is a real good thing about masculinity, too. It's about not getting punk. Like, he knows he's going to get his ass whooped by this big dude. Of but course. it's about not backing down and taking that beating like a man. Mm-hmm. That way, you know, like, hey, you ain't no punk. Like, you're going to have to kill me to take something. Right. Uh, and at the end of that scene, he goes, he didn't get my cornbread. He's like, he whooped your ass, though, brother. Like, <laughs> he punches him and knocks him out. <laughs> he didn't take it, though, right? So that's. I think it's a funny way to rationalize that you won and that you didn't lose. You may have lost the fight, but you didn't lose like your respect. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing and from the scene. Some would say your manliness. Yeah. Uh, I would also say if we're going to therapize this, because we're going to do two scenes, if we're therapizing this, we're going to talk about boundary setting in relationships. I feel like it's just mm. as simple as that. If we're going to use this in a therapeutic setting. It's like, no, 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 wait a minute, you got yours. And then he let that big motherfucker go get his own now. You can go get, you know, this is yours. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't need no my cornbread. Go get your own fucking cornbread. So that's a good way to set a boundary. Like, you're not going to use me and take advantage of me. You don't own me. I'm not your property. Right. I don't have to do what you say. I will be consenting to something, but you're not just going to dominate me, which is that masculinity, the dominance that we talked about. Right. And so it's a good way to set a boundary. If it's at work, it's the same thing as setting that limit and that boundary and then not budging from that. Is you have to let people know who you are, what you stand for, uh, and that you don't think it's appropriate. So I think mm-hmm. it's a good boundary setting scene in a comedy. It just happens to be about food. I'll also say, we didn't really touch on it kind of in the longest yard, but I think that um, we all have like we all know a time when we need to put on that masculine like act i think um like for a lot of us who aren't masculine all the time i think we all know when to put that mask on um but i think a lot of people don't know when to take it off and i think that's where we get into problems I think a lot of people get into problems with like, okay, in this situation, I have to be masculine. I have to, you know, stand up for myself. I have to do things that are, you know, out of my comfort zone just to make sure that nobody messes with me. A lot of people take it to like a whole other step and they do it for everything, everything like, oh, hey, excuse me. Yeah, excuse yourself, motherfucker. Like, all right. All right. I I got it. it. I needed. Uh, I think so this is a good scene of that, right? It like is. Eddie Murphy knows, like, hey, I'm gonna. I have to set Step it, it here to make sure that we're not punked with or anything like that. And then later on, you know, he opens up and he's more of himself. Once you know, they understand, like, all right, we're and not everyone mess respects with him. him. Also, in the scene. They do a lot of talking about, yeah, I killed this dude over here with a spoon because I felt like it. 
So you have to like really boost up your rep because all these dudes around you are murderers. Legit murderers. And y'all just some dudes that accidentally stumbled upon. One's a con yeah. man. The other one's like an accountant. Yeah. Yeah. He is an accountant. That's right. That's right. So I feel like another th- example of that is like when let's say, you know, I, cause I get super masculine in certain settings and mm-hmm. I think some people are like, Oh, at the gym. No, no, I stay at the gym. I'm just chilling at the gym. I'm being my normal goofy self. Might talk a little bit about muscles mm-hmm. and stuff. But I feel like mm-hmm. when I went back home and we went to that, uh, the baby shower thing for Colin around some of them dudes when they were starting to act a fool when they were drunk. Well, that might've been me being a little bit more masculine. Now my voice changed and stuff like that. I'm not joking around, but y'all, y'all need to calm the fuck down. Right. So there were some more masculine conversations that happened then. So we coach, switch, mm-hmm. just like people of color or, or gay folk, right. Or folks on the spectrum, we coach, switch into what, what roles we need to fit at that moment in time. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I do it. The way I act with when I go back in certain pockets or if I'm downtown is going to be different than the way I act with when I'm with my best friends in a hotel room just talking shit. Uh, right. Or if I'm with a student, it's going to be vastly different. True. I'm not going to present as extremely masculine and toxic or loud and obnoxious, right? I'm going to be a little bit more softer, kinder, more emotional, more in touch. Same thing for you. You're not going to act the same way on the basketball court is when you're with Dom uh, and you're just hanging out and laying down with each other and just chilling. Yeah. No. Yeah. You will be like, check ball, bitch. Like what? Yeah. Come kiss me on the mouth. Oh, damn. Oh, <laughs> I like this. Hold on. Now. I like to be, I like to be told what to do now. <laughs> Tell me that again. Yeah. Mm. You want my cornbread? Motherfucker? <laughs> I'll give it to you. I'll give you the cornbread. Oh, Anytime you want. I don't know why I'm drooling now. I need to stop. Calm down. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on. Uh, it's feeding time, boy. Um, yeah, so we we act different around different people, man. And I feel like mm-hmm. there is some times when you need to boost up that that masculinity, uh, mm-hmm. and then there's other times, like you said, where it's just you're putting on a show all day, every day. I've got some clients that'll talk about like, my brother's awesome, but then when he gets around his friends, he treats me like straight up shit. I'm like, that's yeah. not good. Yeah, that's not good. I've met a lot of those people in my life where they're just like, "Oh, hi," and then you're around different people. You've told me about, and this. then yeah, and then they just switch up so quick, mm-hmm. so quick, and you're like, "What just happened? Why?" Yep, is me or like you ashamed of me, or are you just like ashamed of yourself around me? Like, what is this? What is what's happening? What? Why didn't you tell me you were gonna put on a show? Uh... I got some of my boys like that are like that. One of my best friends, he's uh, just super chill, down to earth, laughy, fuddy duddy, and, mm-hmm. and, and as soon as we get around him, maybe a few other brothers, just kind of acts just a little bit more. Black. I don't know, just more masculine, a little bit more. I'm gonna use the word I hate it, but a little bit more thuggish, man. I'm like, bro, like calm the fuck down, bro. You an engineer. Right. Like you, I give you a black dude, man. We like we know each other for a long time. You're one of the nerdiest motherfuckers in the room. Like, stop acting like you're like a nice to meet you, nice brother, brother, brother. Yeah, man. He's like getting all aggressive and shit. I'm like, calm down, little Mike. Like, your <laughs> nickname is Little Mike. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That motherfucker, you ain't no thug no more, dog. You motherfucking engineer. You took calc three and four and shit. Like, you, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no dudes in the streets doing calc. <laughs> yeah, man. 
he, you know, he'll go from like being nerdy with me and just chilling and laughing, and man. Then as soon as we get around yeah. a few dudes, just the, one of these start rubbing his fists together and stuff. Like, stop! You need to, you need to calm down. He just gets some like some candy in his hand. He's like, brother, brother, brother. Yeah, like, what's we rolling happening, dice brother? now? What's happening, brother? Jesus. Just pulls out a fucking pimp cane. Oh you know, pimping ain't easy. Nah. <laughs> Who are you? Boy, you work at GM, bro. Chill out. Um, so that always throws me off, man. But like, I get it. It's a survival technique because of mm-hmm. how masculinity makes us treat ourselves, treat others. Yeah. I get it. Uh, it just feels kind of shitty. Little Mike's never done anything derogatory towards me. He just changes his mm-hmm. persona. A little bit around right. others, uh, right. where some of my clients will complain, where like their siblings will bully them mm. to maybe get some easy jokes around their friends, and I'm like, that's trash. Yeah, no, fuck no. Yeah, that's that's trash. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's wrong. Um, so, good representation of Coach Butchin, masculinity, also setting boundaries, sticking up for yourself. Knowing what your limits are, uh, I think it's fine to set those limits and tell people to piss off. Like, you know, your boss wants you to work more hours or this or that or come in early and leave late and it's the same amount of pay. Mm. It's like, uh, no, you can. No, I think no. No, you can do your own Excel sheets, motherfucker. Yeah, my boss tried to get me to. um, So I've been. At my job, I have every Friday to work from home. My boss tried to take that away from me because he's like, oh, you're not, uh, you have to do it if you're working. I'm like, bro, I'm working. Just because you can't see me working doesn't mean I'm not working. Plus, I've been doing this for six months. So yeah. now you want to change it up? That's strange. Hmm. Seems like a power trip to me. But Something's hmm. going on. Yeah. Something's wrong with that dude. Um but yeah, I feel that it's just can't be taken advantage of. Can't. Nope. Because they're just going to keep on walking all over you. They will. If people mm-hmm. know that they can take advantage, they're going to keep going and going and going. And so that's why in this scene, he's like, no, we don't stop this. Yeah. I remember when I worked in retail, um, I would always say yes to uh, like if like, oh, do you want to? Hey, can you take this shift? Yeah, sure. Why not? Kept on saying yes. And then they asked me to do something. I'm like, no. I finally just was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore because I'm tired. I don't feel like taking all these shifts. No. And they're like, what the? What just happened? You said no? What? You finally said no? We're fine. That's when we're younger in our career, man. And we know we got to make some move and appease yeah, people. Sucks. And like, we're a little insecure. And like, I was doing a whole bunch of extra shit. Now I'm like, I don't be, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing this. I'm not showing up early to that. Like, I ain't turning on my camera on Zoom. Like, nah, man. Right. Yep. People are like, you just don't care. I'm like, nah, man. You're not, nah. nah I'm working way too hard. Half of y'all don't even yeah. put in 50% of the shit I do. Yeah. Valid. Good point mm-hmm. that you made, man. There's a line in the sand that we all got to draw in our relationships, mm-hmm. working. I mean, there's there's a line somewhere. Yeah. Um, for real. Okay. Yeah, man. Second scene. Motherfucking boom room. The boom boom room. Uh Spence, uh, I wanted to do this scene, but then also Spence was like, Yeah, we should probably do this scene. 
I think yeah. it's just a good representation of like setting benchmarks and dreams, goals. Yeah. I think it's really good to talk and dialogue and dream with others, uh, to let them know what you're thinking and feeling. I think it's really good to put it out in the open, to like manifest it. Um, cause it makes it a little bit more real, makes you run towards it. If you tell people, instead, if you just keep it a secret in your mind, you know, if you don't, if you don't do it or achieve it or run towards it and it's fine, you don't have to be ashamed. Putting it out mm. there is very beneficial. Yeah. Uh, I probably didn't think about it the first time I ever watched it or the first 50 times I ever watched it like this. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it is motivational. Mm-hmm. I'm like, these motherfuckers crazy. <laughs> Y'all just thinking about doing a club and shit. Everyone's employed <laughs> there. Everybody got out at the same time. What? Yep. <laughs> Obviously, my favorite character in that scene is the big boy because I relate to him and like yeah. being a security guard and all yeah. happy and shit. Hey, man, we're going to have to need, we have to have somebody watch the door. Oh, and then he does that little dance like I do too when he does this, and I'm like, "Hey, big boy!" He and he's just himself. Just... He's just so happy in that scene, man. He is. I loved it. I love how big of a teddy bear it was in that scene. Uh, it also reminds me when they all start like showing like where they're all dying because they're getting older. Yeah, that was kind of sad. Was, that was really sad when I first watched the movie. That was actually sad, and I kind of teared up for that because I was like, it's a "Sad montage." Like they're all old and it's a racist thing. Yeah. So the racism, the prison, it's 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 actually kind of a traumatic fucking show. Yeah. Yeah. It is, but it's veiled in comedy, which is it is even more amazing that they could do that, right? That they could make such a tough, messed up thing and make it so funny. Yeah. Like, so I think they go to prison, I think it's 1935. Yes. Uh, yeah. And then they're like old as dirt by the time, like, I think it's like uh, 1950, something like that. They were in there for like mm-hmm. 40 or 50 years. Um, yeah. It was, I think they, no, they showed World War II. And then they it's did. like in the 70s, I think maybe 80s. Yeah. I think it was the 80s. I think in it was the 90s. 80s. I think they jumped to like, 1999 where they were yeah there you go they made so the it jumped pretty far uh, yeah but it's it set in like 1935 prison system yeah um which especially in the south i'm sure that was horrific yeah so this boom boom room scene yes funny story and then no yeah funny story and then we'll go into spencer's reaction oh so the way that they're talking shit, and then Martin Lawrence's character is like, man, shut up, man. And they start roasting him. Like, man, you always trying to keep it down, man. Let us have some fun. Like, yo, sourpuss. Yo, just a mind killer, man. Damn. Um, It was, we were in Saginaw, Michigan for Colin's baby shower thing. Man shower, we like to call it. Or diaper party, whatever you want to call it. I feel like it was a man shower. And we had just gotten into town, so it was like a five-hour, five-hour drive, something like that. And we're at the hotels, late as shit, it's like midnight, and we're just talking about a business we're gonna open. Me and Spencer, we're talking about a business. Jesus. We're talking about opening. It's me, Spence, in the in the hotel room, Colin and my brother. And Colin's like trying to go to sleep. Me and Spence talking about a business. We're gonna we. One of the businesses we were going to make chicken, 
But somehow it was going to be these chickens that no, were like crazy. No, no, that wasn't the that wasn't it, man. That I know that's it. the one that's safe enough. I know, I know. The other I one wish we could say the real one. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. It was about like different types of socks and different types of like lotions and cosmetic wear. I'm, I'm not sure how we got to the chicken one though. I totally forgot how we got to the chicken. So one. that was when we were talking to the other friend the next day about being a mailman and like the dogs yeah. chasing him, and one time chickens chased him. So then we talked about man, it was some crackhead chickens because they're from Saginaw. We said Saginaw was drug addicts. It was pretty stereotypical. Um, and like, yeah, it is what it is because like the poverty and drug activity and stuff. So then we talked about that. And then we talked about making like a Popeyes, but it's cracked chicken where we sprinkle crack on it. Mm-hmm. I love me some <laughs> cracked crack chicken. chicken. <laughs> and so when we were talking about these business ideas and going into like this psychosis and having fun and delusional. Yeah. It's like one o'clock in the morning. Colin rolls over. What the fuck are we talking about right now? I've never <laughs> seen him angry in my entire life. 17 years. I've never seen him angry. And he's, <laughs> he's like, fuck, man, you guys go to bed. I've never heard him use those words or that tone of voice. He was so pissed. You know what? That just that just shows. How good we are at annoying the fuck out of everybody. Oh, we're way out there. <laughs> we are. We're always out there. But let's be honest. Like, like, separated, we annoy the shit out of people. But, like, when we're together, we bad. make people get into their own. <laughs> they're just like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, Why? they're, like, psychotic. Why? <laughs> and we were also maybe a little delusional because it was late at night and the road. Isn't hey, So, yeah. That was our boom boom room moment where we were creating this enterprise. <laughs> like it wasn't you. Yeah, I said we. Well, it was mostly me, and then you co-signing some stuff, and then Salim yeah, hopping yeah. in. No, Salim, yeah, he always that's so funny. Yeah, he was out there. That mentally messed with him that night. Um, I w- we need to just start recording some of our like just rants that we have. Yes, and just keep them. Keep them. Ne- we're going to start doing that once we do like a road trip and everything every night. I'm just going to hit record when we don't know and then just you never know. Go from there. Just let it you go. And know. then maybe when we quit our jobs and we're not worried about getting canceled, we can just let it rip. <laughs> Remember the cracked chicken? That was actually a good idea. That was a good idea, boy. I used to put cocaine in Coca Cola. We could do it. There was one of my favorite comedians, Patrice O'Neill. He talked about going to a conference. And these rich white people try to come up with water for more urban people called H2O. H2O. And you're like, these people are so just out of society. Mm -hmm. They don't realize how fucked up that is. H2O. (laughs) Yep. Just random yes. stuff, man. Going back to the boom boom room. The boom boom room. Uh, I think that it's healthy to have these fun conversations and talk yeah. some shit with your friends, peers, or loved ones. I think it's really good to fantasize about it. Mm-hmm. I think it's good to dream. And why dream small? Dream big, True. dream large. Like if you're going to want to be like a 
a scientist. Imagine when you when you at these big fucking companies are creating some pharmaceutical to solve cancer. Or if you want to work at a video game place, imagine yourself being an executive director of EA Sports, executive mm-hmm. director of 2K Entertainment, like dream big. Right. Uh, right. And then if you imagine bringing your friends along, you how awesome is that dream? You can bring them along, mm-hmm. and they're there at the club with you. You're already in this miserable place in a prison in a cell, rotting because of racism and all this other shit like i mean do your yeah. thing man if you want to fantasize and dissociate for a little bit to gain some sanity do your thing we talked yeah. about it and with happy oh, yeah, gilmore sorry i'll finish this and then you're good it's the same thing as happy gilmore go to your happy place this is just a different version yeah true. but you're bringing people with you this time what were you mm-hmm. gonna say i just think that I think a lot of people get caught up in not really dreaming anymore because they just don't want to get disappointed. Oh, fear. Um, yeah, it's fear. But the reason why they're so happy with this is because it's like they're probably the lowest that they're ever going to go. Lowest that they can ever go. Yep. You're not going to get lower than just being in prison, honestly, unless you're dead. And, you know, I think that that's why a lot of people in prison they just have these high hopes and dreams and some of them don't at all because they just can't see themselves doing anything other than being in prison which is just sad as fuck i would assume yeah some people are going to just lose hope and they'll just kind of lose their spirit and their soul Uh, i assume some will just accept it because they know what their life is this is it Mm -hmm. and then some will still try to dissociate and mm-hmm. fantasize and think about what they're going to do, where they're going to go, because the other way is what? Just depression? Yeah. I mean, what type of life is that? That's why a lot of people get into, like, writing, poetry, yep. um, and a lot of uh, faith, um, because they need something to pull them out of where they are, that kind of depression An and or, yeah, just having that escape. Yeah. Um that's why I like this scene because it's just, it gives you just such a, everybody was just so happy thinking about being part of the boom, boom room. And yeah. And I think honestly, I think that that's why I'd love doing the show too, is because we can dream big on what we can do and then we can really boost ourselves up and then other people around us, um, while we, you know, actually have something more concrete as time goes by. Um, and I think that's an amazing thing. And we don't have to, and we we have good jobs, but, you know, we want to build something to where we can just, we can totally be ourselves and totally, you know, not have to worry about what other people think about yep. what we say, stuff like that. Um, but also making sure that we're critical of some of the things that we say to each other to make sure that we check ourselves. Yeah, yeah. That's also important. But yeah, I love, I absolutely love the scene. I love it when he just talks shit to Martin Lawrence. Oh, hey, boy, God. give me some steak sauce right away before I yep. whoop your ass. That would have been a Colin moment where I'm like, man, shut up, man. <laughs> Don't ruin this for us. All Bullshit, right? man. These uh, socks are going to be it. <laughs> yeah, this is it. I think you made a valid point, though, like kind of with the pod. It was awesome to bring in Vicky, Serena, Colin, uh, Salim, mm-hmm. Dom. And then I wanted to bring in a few other folks. Right. And then we did. Mm-hmm. And it was super fun. And it was awesome. And we'll continue yeah. to have them. But people are busy and everyone's having fucking babies now. 
Uh, yeah. So, I mean, but it's super it. fun. And if we keep doing this, then thanks and keep helping out maybe their careers. And who, I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe it's just a fun thing and we do it as a hobby and we get a couple thousand followers and that's it. I still would be fine with that. Yeah. Um, same here. But if we know if we keep doing this and we know that our followers do enjoy some of the content, especially now that we're, you know, slowing it down and getting a little bit more in depth. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of good things that we talk about and a lot of things that people really, really enjoy about the way we talk, how open we are, the authentic self, the way we talk about autism, the way we talk about mental health, the way we use a lot of black and brown stories. Um I think it's pretty cool. I think that we've touched a lot of people since we started in in, in pushing and publishing since March of 2022. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to take your friends with you. I think that would be awesome to open up like a club like that. Let's not like my mind immediately is like damn bills and expenses and capital and overhead. Right. But like just to be in the moment with your friends and like shaking your ass, drinking, eating, right? That would be awesome. It's your club. Yeah, yeah. that would be dope. If I didn't have to worry about all the money stuff, that would be dope. I just and the let me cops run the rating you. Oh Shit. yeah. Also, I forgot about that. Uh, so that would be like real life hitting you back in the face. Ooh, here's a good example, bro. We all go mm. through the holidays. I feel like this happened to me pretty bad. Like we go through Christmas, the New Year's with you hanging out. And then, like, I get to go mm-hmm. home and, like, chill for, like, a day I had. And then it's, like, right back to work. And I was just, like, right. I want to go back to work. Like, even you, when I dropped you off at home that day, you're, like, fuck, I got to go to work today? It's great. Because you just want to chill and hang out, man. You don't have to worry about just, like, oh, yes, I'm, I'm on time. Don't worry. <laughs> it's just a back to reality. And I feel like that's what that... uh that dude was man. He's like he's like back to reality, yeah. boys. You're still in prison. Like shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's what winter right. break is for a lot of people. We go back to work, and I'm just like, Ugh. yeah. I today was my first. Yesterday was my first real day at work. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I worked last week, but I only saw like one or two kids per day. Tuesday the 10th, January 10th, I saw five kids, and then today I, I was at work from eight to five. Mm-hmm. And I didn't go to sleep. And I woke up at six forty, and I didn't go to sleep till like two or three. I was like hallucinating. Jeez. I was so fucking tired at work today because my sleep schedule has been all fucked up because it's been the <laughs> winter break, right? So it was interesting. So like today, I was dragging ass, and now I'll be good. Now everything's like back to normal. I'll be good for like the rest of the semester. Um, mm-hmm. But still, him coming into the room, break you know, breaking in. If I hear one more fucking thing about the boom boom room. <laughs> Ah, shit, I guess I actually need to go to sleep at like midnight like I normally do and not like two in the morning, three in the morning. Yeah, fair enough. Can't be watching fucking The Walking Dead till five in the morning the other day. The new season of The Walking Dead came out or the last season of Walking Dead came out on Netflix and I binge watched it all in two days. 24 episodes. Yeah. How's that? It, Walking Dead sucks since like season six. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. But I yeah. wanted to finish it, get it done with. I got 11 years invested in this. Like, I had to finish it. Very 11 true. years in a show, you mm-hmm. got to fucking finish it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but it is what it is. I didn't really like the ending because they didn't really like end it. They just like, oh, there'll be more stuff in a spinoff. I'm like, fuck you guys. 
Like, why can't you just end it? Just end it. Kill everyone or give everyone a happy ending. Make a choice. <laughs> Everybody nope. keeps on going and yep. misery keeps on happening. Jesus. Um, yeah. So your reaction when you seen the boom, boom room, man, when you first seen it, cause there's no way you're like, we're going to use this in a podcast one day. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I think I was more of just happy seeing everybody else happy. That's True. just True. That's it. I mean, just got done with them fighting and all that. And now they come like years later, they come together and now they're just, they're just coming together for like one reason. And that's just for this little fantasy. Um, I think we can all relate to that where we just have like this, like delusions of grandeur. Um, yep. And it might not be realistic, but we think of it as something that we can achieve at some point in our lives. Me, I've always wanted Hopefully. to go to the NBA. I've always dreamt of myself, like being part of a team playing and all that. Not realistic, but at the same time, you always have those fantasies and just, it kind of helps you build up. And now I have different fantasies of being like, yeah. oh, I'm going to be the marketing guy for NBA team one day. Oh, I'm going to have a podcast and we're going to, you know, Millions be of so popular that we're just going to, you know, can't even walk the streets anymore. We're going to be All so that popular stuff. that we'll get sued for and get canceled. Can't wait. I can't wait can't to wait. get canceled. I'm going to be like, damn, bro, we made it. We made it. They <laughs> I didn't even know that they were paying attention to us. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Right. I mean, now you're mm -hmm. also, it's different. You're probably thinking about, you know, making sure that you have a good relationship, you know, marriage yeah. one day, and, owning a house together with that person, like just things, they yeah. start to slowly change. Maybe a kid one day, like it. Yeah. The fantasy changes. It does. Yeah. I've been thinking about that a lot more lately. Um, just starting a family and all that. I mean, I'm old enough. I mean, you know, <laughs> took a while, but I'm like, okay, I guess I can do that. <laughs> um, <Yes>. But <laughs> I think that, um, yeah, one day going to have a house with some pups, some little pups. And, you know, I'll probably be happy. I'll probably be really, really happy and just relax. Yeah. And make sure work doesn't, you know, take hold Kill of everything. You. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, we'll see what the future holds. It's nice to have these dreams and fantasies. It's nice to think about the things and goals that we want. Because if we don't dream, then what the fuck are we doing this for? We're just working, shitting, and sleeping? That That's not... That's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you're just a cog in the system. Like, you want to think about... How can I get to the top of whatever my profession is, whatever my nerddom is, whatever my video game is? Like, can I make mm -hmm. it into something kind of cool? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, right. I'm going to be at the top of my educational route where I'll stop that with the doctorate. We're doing the pod. We'll see how that goes. I had expectations in the beginning. Now I'm, I'm letting go of that because it gave me too much anxiety and like OCD mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So I, I let right. go of that with the Instagram maybe like in November and then like, it was just cool. I'm just going to pump it out and have fun. We'll see what happens. Um, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Just so worried about getting it to the next number, the next number, the next number. And then Instagram algorithm was acting weird and everything shut down for like the whole month of December. I was like literally panicking, but I was like, what am I? Mm-hmm. We made it to the goal that we wanted 7,500. Who cares? Yeah. The original goal was 3,000. Yeah. Blew that out of the water. Out of water. Um, so now the goal is to, you know, get a different job, continue to make a little bit more money, buy a little bit bigger of a house so I can have a nerd cave and then also like a work studio instead of like everything being in my bedroom. Yeah. Uh, Want to get a dog, like an actual dog? Yes. I would like to be a counselor for a, a pro team. Uh, I would have loved the, to been it for the Pistons. Um, mm-hmm. or, you know, a major university, but we'll see what happens in life. Yeah. Uh, I just show up, see what happens. Like, I'm so close to so many of my dream things, so close. So I'm like, Jesus, I'll probably have most of them. By the time I'm like 35, 37, yeah. do I just die after that? Or do I keep going? <laughs> like, what do I do? Travel, make family. Keep it going, man. Have I, new adventures. Nah, I'll just die after I get it all. I'm like, fuck it. I don't oh, want to try okay. anymore. <laughs> well, this was a fun show today. I'm <laughs> real with the laughs. I don't, you can only get worse from there. So get your goals and, and then it's time to die. And I'm <laughs> dead. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> um, I'm joking, people. I'm, don't worry about me. I'm joking. Sure. Yeah. Sure. But yeah, that's what I was just thinking about. Goals change, man. They change, they change, they change. Yeah. They change. And I think it's good to change. I think it's good to dream big. Yeah. What is, oh, here's a Spence question. So back in the day, one of the very first pods that we did is like, what is your November? From that, who, who yeah. was that singer? Uh, Tyler, the creator. Tyler, the creator. One of my students' favorite yep. singers. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, what is your November, which was, like, what was, like, your happy moment in life and stuff like that, right? Yeah, it was, like, what was the happiest moment in your life that you could remember? Um, Okay. Something to where you wish you could go back to it. And so I feel like this is the same type of thing. Like, what everyone here, we're going to leave you with the homework assignment. Hmm. What is your dream? Identify it, write it down. Then how can you, what's the bigger, biggest and greatest version there is? Hmm. You know, if you want to work at a certain industry, what's the coolest biz- place at that industry? Or do you want to start your own place and make it a conglomerate where it's bigger than Google? Whatever. Hmm. Um, if it's a nonprofit, what is that? If it's just to have a fucking massive garden and live alone by yourself on a farm? Okay. What is your boom boom room? Boom boom. What's your boom? What the boom boom room now? <laughs> and then I want you to think about if you did have your own boom boom room. Who's the, is there any people there with you? Do you have any of your friends with you? Or no? Is it just you and a business? Like I don't care what it is. You is it just you playing fucking video games and having a bunch of Funko Pops in your room and being fucking alone? I, I don't care. What is it? Identify it. Is it having nine hundred stuffed animals? Gee. Don't show them the collection. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! What Tax write-off, folks. Tax write-off. It's all dead. Put a boom boom. Put a boom boom. It's all for the boom boom. This sounds so bad. <laughs> Stupid.
Yeah. Uh, but that's a good way to therapize this is what is yours? What is your goals and dreams? Identify them, make them a little bit larger, and then see if you can systematically set up things to start reaching that. Mm-hmm. If you write it down, you're 33, 33 to 40% more likely to actually achieve the goal. Let's do this little dream board. Let's systematically start eating this pig, this elephant. Let's see what we can do. It'll be a hell of a fucking life if you go do it. Yeah. What's that old saying, Spence? Everyone, everyone thinks it's crazy until you do it, or uh, you know, uh, so something like that. Yeah, everyone thinks it's thinks you're crazy until you do it. Hmm. Dreams are awesome. Go make it a reality. You're gonna have to work at it, folks. Yep. Yep. I'm hungry as shit. All right. All right. Want some cornbread? Gonna eat your cornbread. You get your own goddamn cornbread now. <laughs> dangling, dangling. It definitely sounds like you just said dangling. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. No, no, no. Don't you worry about that now. Don't you worry about that now. So, real quick. Obviously, Bernie Mac in this episode was definitely neurodivergent. Um, he's got some of the self-stimming things. He's got the echolalia where he speaks under his breath. Uh, yeah, he's... He looks out of his squinty eye. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite things, he's like, what did he say? He's like, Santa didn't give him no gifts. I ain't get no gifts. <laughs> he just says the smallest. He says the randomest things while he's rocking back and forth, and I'm like... This all sounds like when I'm talking, and then Salim will just throw in his two cents. It's the funniest shit. <laughs> it okay. is pretty fucking funny. All right. So, people, you got your homework. Write down. What is your boom, boom, room? And who was there with you, if anybody? Um, also, make our dream, make our boom, boom, room come true. Hit that like and share button on all of our socials. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, I'm, I'm Spencer. This is Nazir. And this has been the different spectrums podcast. Yay. Right in the boom, boom. <laughs> I'm not doing any more boom. Don't do any yeah. Help us make our boom, boom a reality. <laughs> all right, people. Peace. Peace. <laughs>